You're listening to the Marathon Church Podcast. We exist to build communities that love Jesus, love people, and live on purpose. To learn more about Marathon Church, visit MarathonChurch.org. We hope that this encourages you and builds your faith. Enjoy this week's message. Hey, I did my, um, if y'all talked to Santa, has everybody got it done? I'm doing a virtual Santa thing this year, it's called Amazon, and uh, it's working out really well. Most of it. So uh, I do know the Amazon de- deliverer guy, uh, he's invited for Christmas. I didn't know if y'all know him that well. It's kind of neat. Uh, we're at 12 days of Christmas. I hope you got it figured out by now. I hope you got your trees up, tree, something that says Christmas around you. That would be, that would be cool. Uh, I, remember my, <laughs> I remember so many Christmases. Oh, my. Uh, I do remember getting a, a big... Big wheel, you remember big wheels? If I'm too old for you, just go with it, okay? Okay, uh, a big wheel, a sit and spin, you know what I'm talking about? You know, you, know, you got, that's good. You remember that? That's pretty good. Uh, we did something, and here's what I never got was noisemakers. Uh, now, some of you have made the mistake, you have children, and you went ahead, and you're watching online right now, <laughs> and you're trying to pay attention. Uh, so you went ahead at, uh, you know, Santa brought noisemakers. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, we never got drums. None of those things. That never happened. We never got drums. Uh, my older brother, for Christmas, Santa brought him a horn, which was a bad idea. If you ever had, if your children ever had those little poppers that walk around, pop, 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 like that. Do you know what's so funny about all this stuff? <laughs> that it's somehow that, okay, you will put up with this. Like Christmas Day, you know, thank you, Santa. The next day, not sure. Uh, and somehow it disappears. And because your kids are so little, they forget about it. And you're so happy with that. And it ends up over here at Miracle Hill, and everybody gets that. So that's kind of that's what happened. But uh, noisemakers, we never really did get any of that. Uh, the thought was like this. I think this was it. Children are to be uh, seen and not heard. Remember? That's not our family. Just letting you know, we were the three wild boys, and if you need something destroyed, it was us. We, if, they, if we'd had a website then, it would, our pictures would have been, get them if you want something taken down, because we would take it down. We really did. And my mother and dad never bought new furniture until we got out of the house. Nothing new ever happened at our house because it would be destroyed, so they never bought anything. So I'm just telling you kind of what's going on. So we had, so we didn't get the noisemakers. Uh, I mean, you've got noisemakers around you. We all have to deal with it. Let me ask this question. Do you believe that there's more noise today than 10 years ago? Yes or no? Yes. I'm not talking about cars, trains, and planes. I mean, I think there's, there's this thing. This is really a phenomenon that has happened. Uh, it's called white noise that we're having to deal with. And usually white noise means I'm trying not to hear something else. Does that make sense? So I'm trying not to hear something else. So I discovered white noise years ago, which we called a fan. Y'all remember a fan? That was the first. Uh, I think y'all still, Brenda, I think y'all still use a fan for white noise. It just makes a sound. I'll show you mine in just a minute. Do you know you can get all kind of stuff on this phone? Did you know that? I mean, you can get whale sounds to go to sleep to. I'm just curious who would do that. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to try to pull up my, my sound. This is what I sleep to. And this is, this is straight up. I got speeds. 
It's a fan on here. It's got a little fan on it. Now, if ever fix it were to blow on you from the that or a scratch and sniff app, I've always wanted a, like, you know what I'm talking about? Some of you are thinking right now. I'm creating white noise because you're leaving me. You're going somewhere else. So let me, all right, this is a, and then I get an ad. I don't want that. Can, you know, hear that? You can? Okay, I don't know what happened. They're trying to sell me something right now. But this is kind of what I sleep to. And if I'm not really good, I just keep turning it up. If there's too much happening. So this is kind of what happens and I go to sleep. And so this is what most of us do. We figure, okay, hang on. Okay, there we go. I'm illiterate, according to my daughter. She's 16. I know nothing about this. I know nothing. That's what happened. So you have this white noise. I was on a pastor retreat down in the lower part of the state. God help us all. Uh, it was 15 to 20 of us, and we decided we were going to help this camp. And so it was off-season, so they put everybody in the camp. And here we had all these pastors, almost 20 of us, sleeping in bunk beds, single beds. You know how camps are. Everybody's in the same room. So everybody's going to bed. Oh, everybody's going to bed. And so this was a total shock and surprise to me what was about to happen. So everybody starts falling off to sleep. And the noise, the, the snoring got louder and louder. And I, I had to talk like this to ever just to talk. And so I, in those days, they didn't have the app. I had a real sound machine. It was about this big. You know how it used to be big like that? And I had that thing to 10, and it did no good. People were leaving the house, going in the parking lot, and sleeping in their cars. Because I, I could not believe. I wish I could have recorded it. Of course, I had my phone. Didn't have a phone. Uh, it's a long time ago, and that, it was amazing how loud this thing was. And so we use uh, like white noise to try to cover up what we don't want to hear, and that's kind of what we do now. We try to figure out. We all have our little white noise things that says, "I don't want to think about it. I don't want to feel it. I don't want to see it." Uh, that kind of thing. And so we all have our little white noise. The problem with that little bit is that what if God was trying to get your attention a little bit? Maybe He wanted to speak to you. And you had your white noise running. Now, y'all got your stuff. We all, I'll, I'll show you some of them in just a minute. We all have our white noise. So let's think about this. We all use a form of white noise to mask what we don't want to do. Okay, we find something to distract us. This happened in college for me because I didn't like to study. I discovered I didn't, like to, I didn't like studying. So I would do anything else I could do to get away from that. So that would be my white noise. Where that be, if somebody said we're going to play basketball, I'm gone. I mean, I'd actually clean up the dorm room because I didn't want to study. Is that not just, what is wrong with me? What is wrong? So this is what happened. Uh, or what we don't want to feel. Sometimes we, we have feelings and we don't want to go there. I don't want to feel like that. I don't want, I don't want to, maybe, maybe God's actually allowing that to happen. Maybe he wants to get, talk to you. You ever thought about God maybe want to speak to you? Uh, we're going to find a spot here. I'll show you in a minute how this works. Or who we don't want to see. This is a perfect white noise strategy. You're walking into Walmart. Okay, you're walking in. You look over, and I see Bobby. He's my best friend over there. So I walk into Walmart. I see Bobby, and I don't want to talk to Bobby. So what I do is I pull the phone up like this, and act like I'm talking, and just walk off. That's called white noise. Because you don't want to, you don't want to see them. So you find a way to get out of it. White noise is a way to mask things and get out of things that you don't want to do, you don't want to feel, 
or you don't want to see. But it's a problem when God's trying to get your attention because we don't know how to stop it. Now, I'm going to give you something that's going to help you stop it. Uh, You'll be shocked at what God did. This is what you're going to find out there. You're going to be actually shocked that you actually have this, but you didn't know you had it, but you didn't know how to get to it. So I'm going to help you do that. So this is the key to shutting the noise off, but you won't get it right now. But I'll read it to you. I'll read it to you. For unto us a child is born. This is Christmas. This is what we call Christmas. Uh, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and will, he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. So let me get the last few things. This is, this, this is not what just he is. This is what he's going to be to you. So this is, this is letting you know this is what you're going to have. Now, you don't get it yet because we ain't got there yet. You ain't get, you're not getting this yet, but you're going to get it. So you're going to have a counselor. You're going to have a mighty God. Uh, you're going to have an everlasting father and never leave you. And you're going to have Prince of Peace. So you won't have to have all this stress that you have that you have now. You won't be having these thoughts like, I wish Christmas would get over. I just wish this would move on. Why are we doing this? Why does the holidays have to happen the same time every year? Of course, what? What? So there's some things that you need to think about. This is what he wants to do. I'll show you what this looks like in just a moment, and you have it, but you don't know you have it, and you don't know how to get to it, but you have it, and it's there. So we'll look at that as we go through. So here we go. What form of white noise do we use to take us away from what we don't want to do, feel, or see? So let me ask this question real quick. Um, anybody using white noise right now to ignore me? Because you will. When you get, when I start mentioning something that you don't want to talk about, immediately you go to your phone. Everybody goes, you all see them in the cars because they think nobody can see them. I can see. I can see all the way into that car. You better watch out. They had biscuits this morning and nobody asked me. Just throwing it out. But what happens when something you don't like or something that you feel you don't want to feel or something you don't want to see, somehow you, you disappear into your white noise. I don't, know, I don't know what your white noise is. I'm going to show you something in just a minute. Cell phone is great. You can just, you, just, you go. You can go. You go anywhere in the world with that thing. So some of you, what is your white noise that you use? Then we'll talk about that. So here's some top distractions, some noise that we have discovered. We have discovered how to do this very well. We've had so many things happen in 2020. Some of you cannot wait to 2021. Uh, of course, I, of course, of course. So how, did, how are we doing? Let me, let me say this. Let me set you up a little bit. How are we doing with the things that we think are the most important things in our life? That would be a really good question as we walk into the space. How are we doing with that? So, the top distractions. Okay, cell phones is number one. If you don't want it, listen, you can get anything. You can go to white noise. You can go to YouTube. You can go to video. Anything you want to do to get out of listening to whatever you want to listen to or what you don't want to feel or what you don't want to see, you can just disappear. Good? Don't disappear on me. I'm watching. I'm looking into your house right now. I'm watching you online. I'm right in there. Right there. Here we go. A social media this is very good for you can find out what everybody else is doing that you don't get to do. You see how that works? We can compare our lives to people now. 
We can say, we can either say, well, they do more than I do, or you can say, well, I'm better off than they are. Look what they're doing. I mean, we can do this now. This is a very good way to disappear and just say, white noise, white noise. And I don't have to think about my life. I can think about somebody else's and the misery that they're in. Does that feel really good right now? Does that feel good? Feel, do you feel better now? That's amazing, isn't it? Uh, music is one. You can disappear into. I love music. I have a new, uh, uh, I call it a jam box. You, ever, you remember jam boxes? The little uh, Bluetooth? Is this helping people with a, with a speaker? Bluetooth with a speaker? I got this new thing because it was on sale at Ace Hardware. It's about this big, and I'm going to let my golf buddies know what is happening. I went to the golf course, and I strapped that bad boy in. It's about this big. And I turned on, I turned on Trans-Siberian Orchestra with all the Christmas music. I turned it all the way up, everything I could do. And it has colored lights. It goes with the beat. And they still let me play. I'm just telling you, if I'm going to disappear, boom. Turn on the music and let it, let it roll. Don't think about it, you know. I'll just go. So music is a good one for some of you. Uh, I don't know what else. Binge watching. You've had a bad day. Let's go watch something. Give me a show you would watch. You binge watch. Go ahead. New girl. New girl. Give me one. Give me one. The what? The good doctor. Lost. I know what yours is. What girls? Golden girls. Well, hallelujah. Golden girls. Y'all can't hear all that. Golden girls. Okay. I'm not going to ask any more now. Okay. That's good. So somehow we can't, we have a bad day. And if I can just go watch something for forever and ever and ever, I don't have to think about it. This is what white noise does. It just masks what's going on around us so we can't hear it. We can't think about it. We can't feel it. But you, gotta, you might have a problem if God's trying to talk and he wants to see you. He has a place for that, but you don't know it yet. So we're moving into that space. Uh, prescription drugs, Ativan, uh, whatever else you take. Some of you had to take something to come here. I'm serious. Not, I mean, I can't deal with people. I'll go to church, just throw something in. Everything's, oh, I feel so good. Life is wonderful. He don't know what I'm saying. I'm sure it was good. Just hit like button on that. Okay, everything's fine. But this is what happens to a lot of people. Uh, the other thing is if I just keep moving, if I just keep moving, everything will be all right. But when I slow down, there's the reality. And this is what Christmas does. This is why it's very hard for people because it's going to put you in this space I've been talking about. Because you say things like, this is what's important to me, my family, my marriage. If all those things are in that space, then all of a sudden, we're going to be thrown in that space. And you, you don't want to be thrown in that space. You're going to have to slow down. You're going to have to actually talk to people, actually talk to family. You know, all these things are going to happen. The kids are going to be home if they are not already been. I mean, it's just going to be there. So we have all these things. So let me give you um, three things you're going to deal with, and we're going to talk about the sides, and then we're going to go to the space. Here's, here's what you're dealing with. There's a lot. The loads are everything you're having to do. Everybody got it? Everything you're having to do, I don't know what it is, whether it be work, kids, whatever you think that you have to do, uh, most of the things are in this, on that side, the loads you did not choose, you just have to do. Does that make sense? And then the limits on the other side, we'll show you this. The limits are, is when you think you can add something or you can't. You can either, your loads, and then you're going to max out into your limits. And then somebody like me says, 
Watch this. This is so good. When you have your lows and your limits and you're maxed out, and I say to you, y'all need to do one more thing. And you say, I can't. I'm maxed out. I can't add one more thing to my plate. I just got to get through this season. I just got to get through Christmas. I just hope everybody's happy. Well, that ain't going to happen. Okay, so here we are. And so, but watch this. There's this little thing right here. It's called space. And of course, you don't know that you have that, right? You're like, this is, this, you want to say, this is where my breather is. It's, no, it's not where your breather is. This is a space that's been put in you by God himself. There's a place for him that has been put there so that when we say wonderful counselor, mighty God, prince of peace, all those things fit in this thing. And it happened to you, but you don't know how to get to it. You don't know how to get to it. And here's what I want to say. Look at the loads first, and then I'll show you how to mix it up. You have 168 hours in a week. And my accounting buddy, my, my engineer buddy will love this. I have numbers for all the number people. Some of you back with me now. You're back in there, okay. Off the phone, 56 hours of sleep. Would you not love it? Oh. 14 hours for getting ready for work. That had to be a, a woman thing, right? Or something. <laughs> Guys, how long does it take you to get ready for work? Just throw a number out. 20 minutes, 10 minutes. You don't even wash your hair. Just go. You don't blow dry. Do y'all remember the blow dryers? The old days? Oh my goodness, y'all don't know the blow dryer? Listen real quick, gotta hurry. Y'all listen fast and we'll get this one done. My, the blow dryers used to be vacuum cleaners and you put the hose on the other side that blew out. Did y'all know this? This is my first vacuum cleaner, my first uh, hair dryer at the house. So what we do, we'd pop it around the other side. Mom would get through cleaning the house. We'd bring it in, pop it to the other side, hold it out the window and blow all the dust out. And then we'd blow dry our hair. The good old days were there. The first hair dryer was big, it was like big as this TV. It really was. It weighed a ton. It took two people to hold it. It was amazing. Uh, 46 hours of work, 40 to 60 hours of work, 21 hours of eating. We live in America. <laughs> oh my. Uh, shopping, commuting, kids' activities, yard work, whatever. This is what you got to do. So, how much time do you have now? I'm going to ask you to do something else. Oh, yeah, you go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn it off. Light noise. Just. Yeah, I'm white noise too, right? I'm white noise too. So here we go. So here we, here's, here's the thing in this space. And I'm gonna tell you what it's called in a minute. I'm just gonna call it space right now because this has been actually put in you by God himself. He created you with this, but you don't know how to get to it. So I'm gonna try to help you in a minute. So we have life loads, which is all the things we talked about that you have to do. And then we have the life limit where you think that, well, I can't, the loads tell you what your limit is, and you, and this is what you'll say, I can't do another thing. Does that make sense? Everybody got that? I can't do another thing. So, so th but then I'll say, then well, let's, let's just talk for a moment, since you're doing nothing right now, I say, what's the most important things in your life? What do you think is sacred to you? And then you'll go, oh, you'll jump into this, this then we'll walk over into the space for a minute. I said, well, marriage is important, children, family, God, I need peace, I need strength, I need joy. All those things are important. But it doesn't look that important when you look at loads and limits because none of those things are over there. 
Isn't that just amazing? And you don't know how to stop it. You don't know how to get out of it because you haven't moved into the space to know how to do it. This is why, this is why it's so hard for us to figure out how do we, what do we stop doing? We, what we do right now, we just keep playing in the music. We just keep turning on the white noise and we don't think about this. Now, at some point, you say this is important. At some point, the space. Now, this is in you. This has been placed there by God himself. So let me show you how this worked, and I'll show you how it got to you. Because this is the coolest thing that Jesus Christ ever did. If there's, if there's like, nobody ever talks about it. You can read it in the Bible, and you're like, what is he talking about? He's talking about this sacred space that's in you. There's a sacred space been placed. You've heard people say, well, there's a hole in you. There's a hole in your heart. No, and God can fill it up. That is absolutely true. There's the, that's it. We try to fill it with so many things, whether it be money and this and that. And you say, well, is it really? Yeah, it's actually there. And so in the space, when you accept Jesus Christ, all things come with him. Wonderful counselor, prince of peace. All those things are in you, but you don't know how to get to it. I'm going to tell you how to get to it. When you divide up the inheritance of the land, this is Ezekiel 45, 1, you must set, apart, set aside part of the land as sacred space for God. So whenever God wanted to do something with a land or with people, he always said, put aside a sacred place. Now, what we call the sacred place in these days, moving in early into the New Testament, was the temple. It was the building. That was the sacred place. So that everybody knew that. That's why you say, don't run into God's house. Remember this? this is, we call the church God's house. Everybody understand? So now we're calling it God's house. And God's house moved, though. The sacred place moved. This is where, this is what you're missing. Most people as Christians miss this whole thing. And they don't even know how to access it. If I said, do you have peace? And you say, I don't. I say, well, yes, you do. Do you know Jesus Christ? You say, yes, I do. Well, you do have it. You just hadn't accessed it yet. Do you, need, do you need wisdom? I don't have wisdom. You do have wisdom. It's already there. You just haven't accessed it yet. You don't know how to get to it, and I'm going to help you. So there's a sacred space that was placed there. The space, there is a space placed within us by God. He created this for, for you because he wanted to be in your life. Does that make sense? He wanted to be in your life. It is, it is there as a part of the creative being. It is called the sacred place. So there is this thing that you need God. You ever know that? You know, people talk about this. We need God. Why? Because this space is for him. Now, you're not, you may be, I think you're passing through or passing by the space because of the loads and the limit. We really aren't even accessing the space. You say, but I wish God would do this. I wish God would do that. Well, have you moved into the space and had a conversation with him? The king of kings is in you. The creator of the universe is in you. You want to know something, why not go there? You, it's, it's amazing. The sacred things in your life that you love are in that space. You say, is anything above your marriage? Is anything above your children? Is anything above God? That's all in that sacred space that you don't visit. This isn't a drive-by thing. God, help me now. Help me out, Lord. Throw in a prayer request. This is, this is so much more than a prayer request and God answering prayers and you reading the Bible. It's so much more you don't even know. That's such a small thing compared to what this space can do. 
So we had this sacred space, and what happened? It used to be in a building, and then Jesus Christ shows up. He's born a baby, dies on a cross, and he takes the building. He said he took the building, and he moved it. He moved God from the building to the hearts of you. Dare I get it? So the sacred place went from building to you. So you have the sacred place. So everything you're reading in Scripture about what Jesus Christ can do and what Jesus Christ is, that's in you now. That's all you. The wisdom of the ages is there. You just don't access it. Well, why is that? Well, loads and limit. We don't have time for another thing. But you don't understand what this thing could do. Because you said it's sacred. It's the most wonderful thing in my life. And these are the things I live for. These are the things I want to do. But you don't do them. But you just why It's a drive-by. And you get in trouble, then you'll try to find the space. This is not just about trouble. This isn't about, you know, God, help me. God, give me. God, you need it. This is totally different. I'll tell you what it is. Show you how to do it. It's so cool when you figure it out. It's so cool how to do this. To access God, let's talk about it. I don't know if y'all remember Yoda. Y'all know Yoda and who I'm talking about? And the Star Wars and all that. Well, th- there was a spot in there. Let me, let me show you what he did first. There was a spot in there that was really cool. I'm going to see if I can find it. Here's what happened. Luke, now, reason this happened with Luke Skywalker and Yoda was because Luke was away from all the noise. Do you understand? He was being trained by Yoda, so there was nothing, no distractions. That's very key to this space. So Luke says, I feel something. He's looking in this cave. He says, I feel like something isn't right. How could he feel that? Because there's no noise. See, I think sometimes God's trying to tell you stuff and there's so much noise, so much busy and so much white noise that you don't hear what he's saying. But this time, this is why it's important to understand how this space works. So Luke looks in there and says, hey, I don't feel like there's something right. Yoda says, you be strong. Because he's going into the cave. You be strong. He said, what's in there? And Yoda says, look at this. Only what you take with you is in there. But he only heard this and he only felt this because there was no noise. So I'm going to show you how to do this. Please don't white noise me on this one. Because this will change your entire life of how you deal with God and how God deals with you. You talk about peace on earth, goodwill toward men, you're about to find it if you'll listen. Everybody Ready? Here's what you have to do. You have to remove all noise. I do this every morning. Um, I actually discovered the space accidentally, but it was worth every moment of it. So I actually come down about six o'clock. I get my coffee. I sit down and it's all dark and there's no noise. It's completely quiet. If you get completely quiet, your ears will ring. Did you know that? Because all you hear is noise. So I, had, I was like, at first I had to get past the ringing so I get down there, remove the noise, no distractions. You can't do this in a car. You can't say, this is my quiet time. This is not a quiet time. I want you to understand what I'm saying. This is not praying down the road. I'm talking to God. That's beautiful. That's wonderful. You go ahead. But this is not that space. You're doing a drive-by prayer. God, help me. Give me this today. All that is wonderful, and you should be doing that. This isn't a Bible study. It could be, you could read your scripture, you could pray in this time if you wanted to, but this isn't about you in this space. This isn't about you. This is about you meeting with the creator of the universe. 
That's a different world. How would you dress up for that one? You do what Luke did. You take whatever you take in. You, this, you don't, you don't, have, don't bring me no prayer request. Listen very carefully. Don't hear what I'm not saying. Don't you get out here and get Baptist on me. Listen very carefully. This isn't about just reading your Bible. This isn't about just asking God for something. This is going in and hanging out with the creative universe in the sacred place, listen to this, with the sacred things that you say are sacred. So uh, not at just a prayer time when you tell God what you want. You and God, nothing else. Meditate on him and let him guide you. Nothing else. No dogs, no cats, uh, no light, if you can get away with it. It's hard to go to a park and sit in the car. Too many distractions. I'm talking about you and God. Elijah had this happen to him. Elijah just had this big old uh, fight, and he brought in fire and blew up all the prophets, and everything happened, and he was, all, he was all messed up. You know, well, they don't like me. Of course, they, of course they don't like you. Everybody's trying to kill me. Of course they're trying to kill you. What? What? So that's what happened. And he was told, go stand on the mountain at attention before God. He said, we got to go to this, we got to go to the place. The, we got to go to the sacred place. Your sacred place has all your stuff. It has your marriages in there. And you get to look at that. And you get to look at your kids. You say, well, I'm, I'm doing really good with my kids. Well, why don't you go find out? Why don't you go see how it's working? See, this is what's so beautiful about it. All this stuff. God will pass by. A hurricane wind ripped through the mountains and shattered the rocks before, before God. But God wasn't, it wasn't to be found in the wind. God can do anything he wants to do. He can blow up something, move something. So you think, this is what I think. I think it's got to be something. There's God. That's what Elijah thought. That wasn't God. He said, I'm telling you what I'm not. We're going to go to this space. After the wind, an earthquake, but God wasn't in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, fire, but God wasn't in the fire. And after the fire, a gentle and quiet whisper. How do you hear that? You have to go someplace to hear it. You got to get away from the noise. And so Elijah did that. Elijah heard the quiet voice. He muffled his face. He did like, he's like, oh, he went into the cave. He went to the edge of the cave. He went in. And he's, he's like, you're in here. If you walked into one of your rooms and God was in that room, how would you walk in? Do you know that he's in there? He's in your space every day and you don't know it. He's in your sacred place, but you don't go there. I'll show you how to go there in a minute. But he's walking in and stood there. A quiet voice said, so Elijah, now tell me, what what are you doing here? Can you imagine walking in? I'm in. I am in. You're in your sacred place. And God says, what are you doing here? What are you doing? You see, that's amazing. I, what, it, what if we, we just wanted to hang out with him? <laughs> I mean, I'd love to ask him a lot of questions. As he created the whole thing. I'd be a lot, of, you know. Uh, you think I'd be a little bit more intelligent by hanging out in this space with him? I would think. You think I would have a little bit more understanding about how things are going on? When I look at my load and my limit, do you think that I'd have a really good idea? Why am I doing that? So you don't know you're doing, you're doing this stuff and you don't even know why you're doing it. But when you get in the sacred, sacred space, he lets you know, why are you doing that? If you want to do th- these things, then get rid of that, that, and that. Because it takes, me, it takes you away from your space. 
Many of you, listen, I just told you you had to do something. You were just freaking out right now. I got to add something else to my life. Yeah, let's add God in that. Why don't we do that? The creator of the universe has made space in you, the sacred place, and all the things that you love and you live for are in there, and he wants to hang out with you. Why don't we go there? I'll show you just a minute. Here's what I want you to do. I'm going to tell you how to do that, two, verse, two versions. So here's what I do. I'm going to read this in a minute, but I'm going to tell you first. You're going to have to listen quick. I go downstairs. I sit down. I have my coffee. And I am there with him. I'm with dad. Not asking for anything. How long does it take? Well, it started out with about 10 minutes. Then it went to 30 minutes. And this morning, it was an hour and a half. And I almost missed coming here. I certainly didn't want to leave. <laughs> but I get there with him. And I, I hear things. And, you know, things that I didn't know. And things that I, like when you're thinking, well, how am I doing with the marriage? And, and how am I doing with the kids? He just kind of lets me know what I'm doing, how we should be doing it. And he tells us in these verses how this works and what he could do. He tells us, if you would go to the space, give me 15 minutes a day. Clear out everything. Everything's away. It's just you and God. Let's see how we're doing. Let's quit running around with white noise and find out what it looks like to live a really wonderful life with the creator of the universe who is already inside you trying to help. Isn't that wonderful? Prince of peace, mighty God. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to find a quiet, secluded, secluded place so that you won't be tempted to role play. Okay, role play before God. In other words, we don't need you walking in. Hey, God, you know, I know you know me. We're good. Here's what I need from you. We, stop. This is one place you need to be you. And if you need to walk in and you just need to sit there and cry, he'll be fine with that. He will be fine with that. You can walk in, I, I went in one time and said I was mad. You're just not doing what I told you to do. I was, I, well, he fixed that. <laughs> and I'll tell you why he fixed it, because I'm going to show you how he fixed it. Watch this. Just be there as simply and honestly as you can manage. Just be there. Because what happens when you get in there, the focus will shift from you to God, and you will begin to sense his grace. You want peace? You want joy? Go to your space. Go spend time. I'm not asking you to read the Bible. I'm not asking you to pray it. I'm asking you to go to a small place, find it secluded, whatever it is, and sit down and hang out with your dad and watch what happens. You, don't, never, you never access him. We never understood what it meant for Jesus Christ to live within us. We know exactly now because he's told us this stuff. This is what's in you. This is what I want to do. Wonderful counselor, prince, prince of peace. How does that work for me? It's in the space. It's in the space. I'm going to read the last translation here. Uh, when you pray, go into a room by yourself. After you have shut the door, pray to your Father who is in secret. You don't see Him. But then the Father who sees in secret will reward you. But He sees you. And then He says, I'm going to reward you. And many of you are going to think, well, He's going to answer my prayer. Could be. Could be the answer to prayer. But it could be that you got to hang out with the creator of the universe. What else would you need? <laughs> the one who is going, he's got me. 
He's got my back. He loves me. He never leaves me nor forsake me. He's got the wisdom of the universe. What do I want to do? I tell you what I want to do is I want to do less of what I don't need to do and do more of what I should be doing. That's what I get. That's what I get out of this whole thing. So here's, here, here he is. I said, um, this is in you. Uh, he's your mighty God. He's your father. He's your provider. He's peace and he's your strength. But you don't feel that too much, do you? It doesn't seem like that too much. It doesn't, you know, I hear all those words. I read all that scripture, but it doesn't, it doesn't really feel that because you haven't went there. Do you know if I gave you 10 seconds of nothing, what would you do with it? I'm so over. You're just going to have to give me. So let, let's, let's try. Just what, was the, what did the verse say? I'm going to click back to or one. Let me see what I got here. Okay, yeah, click back to. Here we go. He said, uh, just be there simply and honestly as you can manage. So don't go in with an idea of what, you know, how God's going to speak to you and what God's going to do with you or what you think y'all do. Why don't you just stop that? Why don't you just go hang out with the creator of the universe and see what he's got? So watch this. I would, I'm going to do this. You can do this at home. We're going to do 10 seconds. It'll be the longest 10 seconds of your life because you, like, you realize But once you have a taste of the space, that was like rhyme, didn't it? The taste of the space. Once you have it, you want more of it. And you will find every way you can to get to it every day. So 10 seconds, you can drift off into white noise or you can stay with me. You ready? Bow your head. 10 seconds. Father, help us get there. Help us to come and find you and see you and you see us. I pray that we will make time in that sacred place for you. And all the things that we have to do this Christmas and all the things we got to deal with, I pray, Father, that the sacred things will be the sacred things. Our kids, our marriage, people that we love, that we are void for some reason. I pray, Father, for that, that we will make them sacred again. Thank you for being with us today, and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I dare you to go somewhere tomorrow and do 10 minutes of nothing. No, complete, see what you can do. Watch what God can do for you. All right, you got it? Oh, Merry Christmas. This is gonna be fun. See y'all next week. If you were encouraged by today's message and made a decision to follow Jesus, be sure to let us know by connecting with us at MarathonChurch.org. If you haven't already, be sure to rate us and hit subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your podcast. To experience more messages, videos, and live gatherings, visit us online at MarathonChurch.org or download the Marathon Church app. Thanks for listening to the Marathon Church Podcast.